here we are once again in lockdown well, unfortunately we are locked so down well lockdown got lifted though it did get lifted but you know i, I feel partially like, i feel like a part of me will always be in lockdown like a vietnam vet who will always be in vietnam whoa that, that's what i'm gonna tell my kids like realistically, our our experience of COVID will be us like sleeping in and like not working that much. But we're gonna tell our kids like, no, no, I was fighting on the front lines of the COVID wars. I'm gonna tell my kids this was a, what what lockdown was. Yeah, one of those things. Oh yeah, it's like a, it's that, that's why I bought that plate carrier so I can say like, no, no, here here it is, like an heirloom from the great lockdown wars. Anyway, w- welcome to the Transmit Podcast. I'm Spike. I'm, I'm Samantha. Yeah, see, we're all trying now. See, now we're all going, we're clout chasing is what we're doing. God, we are such just awful people. You have no idea. Is that our thing? We say welcome to the Transmit podcast. Yes. Well, oh. wait, listen, if you, listen, we, we haven't had a I have, meeting. A, I have, I have a, I have a uh, you know what? Let's do something fun. Okay, let's do let's something. Let's try some uh, different, put the music back. Oh, okay. Put <laughs> the music go. back on. Oh, So what's yeah. another one? And welcome to the show. The show? Wow, that's so generic. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, that's wait. A little, right, no, here we go. Let's try, let's try it again. Let's try it again. Here we go. You got I, one. I, I got one. I got All one. Right. Welcome to the transmit experience. No. Crap. Okay. 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 Here we go. Okay, Sam, you got one. You're putting me on the spot. I I, I was put on the spot. Um. Okay. Here we go. Here, okay, right. I got one. Okay. Here you go. Here you go. Hey everybody, let's get it started. Ooh. Welcome back. That was gross. <laughs> let's, get, let's get it on. Ooh. Let's let's get let's get intimate. Let's get it started in here. Yeah. Let's not. It smells like it sounds like someone farted in here. <laughs> oh God. Okay. You know, Do you no, got one? Okay, like you, you got no, one. No, no, she doesn't. So let's to. start the show for real. Let's yeah, for let's real. Just, That'll be our thing. Let's just welcome let's, to the transmit. Let's start the show for real. Yeah. Let Let's just. So, <clears throat> Spike, you are a big fan of Adam Kroll, and you follow his TikTok. Yep. Well, I do TikTok in general, and then when I found out he's doing a TikTok channel, I was like, you know what? There's Adam there's Kroll. no way I'm not following this. And, and okay, this woman, I know you don't like it, but she's my spirit animal. I'm sorry you don't like that. <laughs> she is. She represents me in a spirit fashion. A Karen? She's not a Karen. No, she's not a Karen. She is a concerned citizen. All right. This woman, like, was she was so dissatisfied with the level of service. Can we? Oh, she's taking information. No, I'm just a customer looking for somebody to help me. Actually, um, what's you? If you need help, I'm looking for a bell to ring over here. Looking for a bell to ring over here. Okay, wait. Give it a pause. If this is a Karen to you, I don't think you know what a Karen is. Like this woman is like she is helping. Adam Carolla thinks she's a Karen. I I see. Listen, Karen took matters into her own hands. Listen, I think she may be a Karen in other situations, but this is her using her Karen energy for good because she is comforting a customer, like a fellow customer, and she and she's like helping out other people. Maybe she'll give them shit later and become like the Karen that we understand later on. But right now, she's like you know like commiserating with a customer in another part of the world. There's a guy who's, that guy's holding a skateboard. I just wanted to bring that up. Probably back in a little while. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're welcome. Have a good night. Bye. She's the hero Walmart needs, <laughs> not the one it deserves. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what? Come on. How, how do just, you know? that's just just walk away. Like honestly at that point just Listen, I you, understand. Do you don't do you really need that much help at Walmart? Hello, Walmart? She was talking about it's at night. Like just go back in the morning when I there's 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 less irritated people. But I'm one of those customers who've been in the store alone and is like I just need someone to point me in the direction of the deli of the you know like where are the USB I've looked everywhere. I just need to know that they're not here and then I can go home. I, I understand this woman's frustration is where I'm at. I'm just saying that like at a certain point, it's just, it's just, you, it, it's just not necessary. I understand she has Karen energy here, but I think it's being used in the most good way possible. This almost looks like something that I would have done in high school, right? like with me and my friends. Like if we got like really big balls one day. I'm tempted side, to do this was, many was, a day. And there's no one back there. Right. Just to like, not like for like the good reasons that she may or may not be doing it, but just kind of like fucking around reasons. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just to like go there and like answer phones and like prank people. Imagine you're calling Walmart and then someone who doesn't even work there, like got a hold of the phone. You're like, oh, yeah, here, let's 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 do that a second. Let's let's let be you calling me. Um, uh, okay. I, it's like, and I, I'm, I'm at Walmart. You're calling Walmart. <laughs> hey, uh, hi, this is uh, Walmart. Yeah, I was look. I was wondering if you have any like you know like um, sixty four gig like memory sticks. Well, let me tell you. I wish I could tell you that I know <laughs> where they are, but I'm just a customer here, just a, a regular Joe or Janet. Okay, so where's the? Where's I, I I I wish I could tell you. Where's the real person? I I mean I've been looking here. It's like eleven o'clock at night, and I needed <laughs> uh, an extension cord, and I just don't know where they are. What is happening right now? Well, is I mean, there anyone that you, actually works there? I, I've, I been, I've been looking, and <laughs> I do not know where they are. You, I've been looking for a bell to ring. So, uh, listen, I'm going to hang up like on that you Walmart, now. <laughs> sounds like that Walmart sucks. It, it does. I think there's a combination of her being a little <laughs> too um, go-getter and the, the Walmart being a little sucky. I think she probably drank, like, a beer or, or had, like, like a... Like, I don't know, like a rum and cranberry before she walked in the store. So she's a little, it she's is, got a little bit of that jazz to her. It is, it is a she's Walmart. She's got some balls on her right Yeah, now. right? It yeah. is a Walmart, so. Okay, so the, what's next here? So you know how Gwyneth Paltrow has that company? Oh, goop? yes. Wait, whose story is this? That's All, all these are mine. Come on. Oh, okay. Like, wh when was the last story you submitted to? Uh, the I thought it could have been Samantha's story. I I she was, literally she was talking about it like she knew about it. Well, because I can <laughs> like she read. was in control of this article. <laughs> I can read. <laughs> Do you want to listen to him read everything all the time? Gwyneth so. Paltrow's vagina. So she apparently she makes candles among other for, things for goop, you know, among like jade eggs and things. But apparently there are vagina candles. I'm not really well versed in exactly what those are but one of these candles that someone purchased exploded in the woman's living room after being lit and it mm. says the lady says the candle exploded and emitted huge flames with bits flying everywhere wow never See, seen anything like it the whole thing was ablaze and it was hot to touch there was an inferno in the room if you oh, wow. have the chance to see any of the stuff that like her goop company has put out Watch it just for the ride because it is the most like insane BS. Like, who who is that um that guy who would do like targeted guessing on Sci Fi Channel? Like you're a uh, I'm I'm getting a Karen from over here. It's like it's like 
Chris Angel or no, not Chris Dave Angel. Math, uh, no, Dave Matthews, something. It's it's like that, but for like products. And if you see some of the insane crap, you should look up Goop like on this right now. Actually, yeah, go open another window and uh, go and, to Goop. And check com. out what Goop sells because like you'll understand she is like duping people. Like she is an actress. Oh, and, I, I, I've, no, I've been knowing this. Oh, yeah. And we should show the people. Like show show some insane stuff like the wellness the wellness stuff is where it's at like vitamin let's let's try the the uh sex and intimacy yeah let's just I just what what are the candles candle let's see the candles because these things are like what what is our candle like it's like seven like what's that a seventy five dollar candle this stop yeah that's why it's called the vagina candle yeah and like. And I'm betting, like, what's the cell? What 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 does it sell? What does it say it smells, smells like? like With a funny. It literally just says, "This smells like my vagina." Listen, I listen. I'm not saying I have I've had a ton of experience, but I've had my face in a couple of vaginas in my time, and I don't want that permeating my room or my living room. So it says it's made with geranium, citrusy bergamot, and cedar absolutes, juxtaposed with. Damask rose and amber seed. So sounds, nothing. Sounds like none of that smells. Nothing sounds like what someone's crotch is going to smell like. <laughs> like someone's crotch does not smell like that. Doesn't smell. It's it smells like you know a little bit of sweat and sometimes a yep. little bit of body odor and yep. like Gwyneth Paltrow's yep. vagina smells like that. This is her trying to like like. Pump herself up a little. Warning: bit. Burn candle within sight. Keep away from things that oh, catch fire. That's something Keep out of reach of children and No, they say that this comes with every candle always. Well, uh, she must have a the, bomb vagina. The best, like my. That's like me saying, <laughs> "Let me tell you, my crotch smells like bakery fresh cinnamon rolls." There's no. Well, way. I'm saying because it exploded, you know. Exploded. <laughs> yeah, the bomb. But now that now that we're talking about cinnamon rolls, we should get cinnamon rolls tomorrow. Let's do that. Since we're all still on, lo- on heavy we lockdown. We got gift cards. Maybe. Hey, listen, just wake me up and I will go with you. We'll wake you up before we go-go. Won't leave you hanging like a yo-yo. Oh, wait. That's giving a hint to the uh, the 80s Oh, the eight- references. Oh, 80s refs. So, yeah, listen, guys. Um, don't buy anything from Goop. It's it's a ripoff. And it might explode. It, it might set your living room on a fire. Ferno. A Ferno? <laughs> okay, look. A blaze. I was okay. in bl- a blaze in wait, wait, inferno. Before, before in inferno. Inferno. Before we go any further, let me tell you. I'm about to set a a series of colognes that smell like my crotch, and they smell like pine. Uh, they smell like uh, apple cider vinegar. Or uh, wait, no, that's bad. Shit. Um, it must be like figurative vagina. Yeah, figurative. And if you see some of the weird crap they said, what's that? The the aura ring. Three hundred bucks. What is this? Oh. So basically, it's a watch, except it's a ring. Uh, it's a step counter and a heart rate monitor. Heart rate variability and body temperature. You're getting iWatch. You can make calls with it. That's going to electrocute someone one day. Yeah, it's, probably. It's, <laughs> yeah, so. But it's, it says it's made of titanium and has a diamond-like uh, carbon coating. What does that mean? Someone's gonna go swimming in with that one day, and they're gonna they're gonna die. They're gonna die. Uh, she's she's got a wand. She's got a Hitachi. Listen, and mine costs less than that. Le Hitachi style wand. Oh, I kind of want to read the description. Go to that. I want to read read what their description is what of that. It? Like, why does it have to be petite? What do you need it on on the on, for on the go? Unlike other wands, which can be bulky and difficult to maneuver, 
compact. The wand petite is cordless, compact, and lightweight, and has all the same power as a magic namesake. <laughs> as its magic namesake. As <laughs> making it great for those who need more stimulation to get the job done. Wow. You know, this is the thing I've seen with women's. like um, <laughs> Item is non-returnable. <laughs> yeah, when you realize it has the same like vibration power of like a cell about phone. About the brand? I want to see it about the brand. Down. Right click the thing. Oh, it's, it's just, just browse more. more Le one. Le one. Like, uh, Wait, yeah. it's got a cord. Oh, that's probably the charging. That's right. Okay, you know what? Let's not give like yeah. goop any more like unneeded. Well, we're kind of. I'm curious. They've okay. got kettle. That's well, an expensive kettle. It, oh, Dude, it's got a kettlebell right next to like masturbatory things. Yeah, right. Uh, it's like uh, complete lifestyle. So seriously. is that like a a a, a mixer, a, a cake batter mixer up there? That no, that's the, oh, oh, my brother has that. He says it works pretty the, well. These things, yeah. those are the ones that like. Oh. It's like a jackhammer with a rubber end. Yeah, don't buy it. Uh, wow, well, it's got a lot of good stuff. A lot right. of lifestyle stuff. Oh, wait, how much is those, are those vitamins? Forty-seven dollars. No, it says not. Oh, so no, is it says U.S. Yeah, seventy-five bucks. Holy crap! Well, they're they're ovary. Madame over. No, it's Madame ovary. But it's it's so it's for women who, people are approaching menopause. Okay, I'm gonna. Need Goop to has see, everything. It has everything. But these like statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended <laughs> to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, guys, listen up. We're about to release a series of vitamins, treatments, and uh, therapies that'll treat everything. Not reviewed by any medical body whatsoever. Just give us a hundred dollars a dose. We probably should like not continue talking about this because we'll probably get slapped with the lawsuit. Probably. Oh, you've you've so. seen Jontron. He did a whole thing where he he went outside like the Goop um, store in New York. We don't have enough of a following to get. We do. We do not. You never know. I would like to see someone who's ho someone's house who has all of the Scoop stuff. Yeah, it's a very sad. And I'd place. like to watch this woman use all of this every day. Oh, but look, especially got, the wands. They've got these. The why Vespers. did I say that? See, why did I say that? A Vesper vibrator. We're just necklace? gonna pretend. These, these, I've actually heard from um, people that they're actually pretty nice. Is that a okay, rape wait, whistle? Go, go. It is not a rape whistle. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's those little tiny vibrators. Okay, wait. It's go, a necklace and a vibrator. Go, go to the thing. Just so you need to get it like an orgasm on the go. <laughs> on the go. You're, you know, you're when you're on the trolley or the subway, and you're like, boy, I really need to like rub one in. <laughs> I like how I don't. Okay, so anyway. the way that it's gonna get sexual again. Oh, so the way it. that maybe maybe we don't. Okay, but listen, before we move on to the next thing, I just want to say this. Say it. I don't know if women really need all these like orgasms on the go as much as like is this a real biological need or is this kind of like a selling like a marketing scheme like a marketing thing where it's I, like. You could have an orgasm on the go, but Take control it's of not really like something you've ever thought about until now, until we made it available yeah, to let, you. Let me ask or you. Or is it something that... Let, but let me ask you, could you at any point in your day just be like, I could go for an orgasm right now and have it really easy? I mean, I could, but I have, like have you to could go. just You uh, could just go into a bathroom and take care of it. <laughs> I mean, I you don't... Okay, but you, you have different pipes different things yes. that work differently yes i get this so yeah. you 
everything you do is just on it's, the go. It's frowned. It's frowned. <laughs> oh, it, okay, it is heavily frowned. But upon. I'm just saying, I would. I've always. I've never done it on the go. I've always waited. It's like I'm gonna get yeah. home. I'm gonna take care of. I, <laughs> I'm I, talking about this. I have. Not, I hope my mom doesn't watch this episode. Yeah, I have, <laughs> she's going to. Okay. I take care of it. I don't at home in the privacy of my. I don't do stuff on the go. But I guess if this is like. A lifestyle that they're trying to uh, create okay. or trying to put well, out. They into didn't the universe create for this. Women. This is already. This has been around for like. Okay, full disclosure. Almost ten years now. Full disclosure. Well, I, I, I have not always waited till I had to get home. <laughs> you needed orgasms on the go. You gave on yourself the go. Like, listen, I don't know how. Like, I don't know what you're like, but you know, like, I saw like some woman at a uh, department store taking the shorts off a mannequin. And I was like, you know what, I I need to go to a restroom right now. I need to take care of something immediately. Okay, so there must be female versions of you out there. Yes. So listen, I'm not saying that this is like wrong, but what I'm saying is be careful where you rub one out. Okay. Hmm. What? It, what did you get? Someone walk in? Well, not walk in so much as mid, I, had, I, I had to stop in the stall. And you know, like some people are too talkative in in bathrooms. They're like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, well, I'm currently holding myself. <laughs> And like, luckily, I was in a bathroom, so that can mean a number of things. Yeah, imagine women taking that. Like what? I'm well, cur- as a woman, oh, small enough to where like you can do that. Like, yeah, what, it looks like a little thing. Like, like little... you can like fit that in while how... you're just like talking to someone. Yeah, I was wondering how they you just turn around for a second. It's like, hey, look over there, and you is stick it, battery- it in your pants. So, yeah. Do you, do you need like those little watch batteries, or do you get like a USB charger, or what? Waterproof. U- oh, USB, USB recharge. Nice. It must be a US- micro USB. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. You know what? Listen, I think we spent enough we time. We spent like, a lot of time this on This is goop. the most useful thing goop sells. <clears throat> kind of is. Get the masturbatory stuff. Do not get the, the health stuff. Or exploding candles. <laughs> exploding candles. Which is let's, what started this whole thing. Let's move on to another okay, TikTok. Okay, so let's, let's go to the... Also yeah. from Adam Carolla. TikTok is our life. Okay, I saw that. This is one of those 80s things where they like... They, they sell you a thing with just one gimmick and hopefully they sell enough units to like justify the cost of the commercial. Oh, that's, oh, right. Right. that's, that's what made me want to like show this. This is like before like iPhones. Hey, listen, do you want to go somewhere and just like twist something around your body? This is why like people have a bunch of junk in their house, right? They just buy this stuff. Because they have like attractive people and that last guy was like not attractive. Well, it's, it's supposed to be for everybody, yeah, I for guess. for everybody, right? So, uh, you you have to do those dances, though, for this to work. Yes, you absolutely have to move your body around. And, like, they're probably selling it as, like, a health thing. But, like, it doesn't look like it's that heavy. Like, if you want to, like, jump rope, jump rope with a weighted jump rope. Keep it playing just with the volume turned down. I just want to keep watching. I just need Spike. more material. Oh, uh, sure thing. There. It's like a sock that someone put like a couple tennis balls in and they're like, what if I like mass produce this and I made it like of a stronger material and I put wrist straps on it? My buddy like studies dance at a local community college so we can probably get something put together with like a dance routine. I could make this like a sport. Yeah. Or maybe I can just sell a bunch of them to people. Like a lifestyle device. And I'll like hire a bunch of people to like kind of swing it around. Yeah, just, just I get one guy to like work out the moves and then like give these like actors who will like anything. That guy's just beginning his journey. And these people are like, this is like a date. Like, hey, 
Let's get my sweet the neon top. So up in Temecula, you know, with the, the air balloons, that was probably Bilbo Park as, as well. Right. Not sure where he's at. Again, in Temecula. I, I, like, yeah, I've seen those a lot when I deliver up there. Well, San Diego has... Morgan Pavilion. San Diego has a, a, a genius out there who created a, a, a workout device many, many years ago. It's coming back to us. Sunset closer. Oh, it's beautiful. Okay, neon top. Well, neon top. Okay, here, let's pause that. We'll see what's next. <clears throat> oh, yes, this is the thing. Alchemists discovered. No, oh, a, okay. a chemist <laughs> discovered the first <laughs> new blue in 200 years, and now Crayola is turning it into a crayon. So Moss Subramanian, a chemist and Oregon State University professor, became known in 2009 when his lab discovered the first new blue pigment called. Uh, I'm so, I you know I feel like this this has to do with the actual chemical composition. Okay, wait. See if you can like Google that. Yinmin blue. Yinmin blue. Yeah, that's right. That's what I'm, I'm going to call it. Yinmin blue. And like so, like I, if you go to like Home Depot and you go to the paint department, you think they've discovered every color, but then they found one like sandwich in between two other colors of blue. <laughs> or maybe it's the last blue. Maybe it's at the very end. It's the very the blue. end. The last. Okay, that sounds kind of dark. That sounds like an anime, like the last blue. <laughs> the last blue. Humanity's last like. And that's his name in the anime too. His name is Last Blue. Like last blue. Or they just call him blue for shorter last. Okay, now we're getting like wait, now we're getting the periodic table. What this is not blue? No, but I'm gonna find it. Okay. Here we go. We're wait, blue is not it's a color, not a element. <laughs> Maybe blue I'm is I'm fairly element. confident that it's because Why don't you just Google Yinman? Oh my god. Listen, let let the Why woman, are you like this? Vic. Let the woman do what she needs to do. She's in charge of the keyboard. There we go. Jesus. It's it's yttrium, indium, and manganese. Ooh, manganese, I know that word. I don't okay, know what so it Are you happy? <laughs> I'm sure it's probably actually later in this. I was going to look it up. <laughs> Acting like they discovered a new element and shit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Do you, you, oh, you realize I have this in my hand? <laughs> I could knock you out. God. Oh. Now, Crayola is making the blue into a crayon. Oh, we got to get this is. crayon. Here, keep talking for a sec. As NPR notes, the scientific breakthrough was a happy accident in 2009. Oh, right in front of the camera. Yep, right in front of the camera. <laughs> well, it's this. Well, we're going to be looking at the screen, actually. Yeah. So I'm going to cut to this. So, yeah, so we'll, we'll just go back to this. Um, as NPR notes, the scientific breakthrough was a happy accident in 2009. A student in his lab combined yttrium, indium, and manganese oxides, a chemical compound that contains oxygen in a furnace when the team pulled the mixture out the substance was a bright blue before the discovery french mm. chemist louis jacques denau was the last person to discover a new blue pigment cobalt so wait how does this yeah, how does this guy knew like i can't tell that from it if you like showed that to me like if i pulled that out of like a a chemical like thing i wouldn't say hey this is a new blue i mean well, it, the, it looks like cobalt I think, honestly i think right I, well, it is it is technically deeper. a new blue though. Like you would pull it out and say it was. They didn't expect it to turn blue. Okay, that's a good point. I'm sitting there like, how, so it's technically a new blue. Okay, and you said like the blue was the last color to be discovered. 
Yeah, blue is actually the last color. To be so discovered. apparently, no one looked into the sky and said, "Hey, what's that color?" <laughs> I know. So, that's what I, so we or the ocean. The ocean. <laughs> hey, look, what color is that? <laughs> right. There's actually there's actually reasons for that. Well, here's the thing, though. Mm-hmm. Those were the. I guess no one ever saw a blue flower either, huh? Right. Like there's. But a those were the only things that were pretty much blue, though. Right. No one saw a blue jay. Oh, and I guess. Blue eyes. Blue eyes. There must have been blue-eyed people, <laughs> right? Some. No. Yeah. No. Uh, okay. Wait. Wait. What's What's this? Um, so there's evidence humans didn't actually see blue until modern times. Okay. Let's see this. Um. Let me zoom in a little bit. Humans. If there's, if there's science behind this, I'm cool. Didn't actually see the color blue until modern times, with the evidence dating back all the way to the 1800s when scholar William Gladstone. Notice that in the Odyssey, Homer describes the ocean as wine dark and other strange hues, but never uses the word blue. A few years later, a philologist who studies language and words, Lazarus Geiger, followed up on his observation, analyzed Icelandic, Hindu, Chinese, Arabic, and Hebrew texts to see if they use the color. No mention. When you think about it, it's not that crazy. Other than the sky... There isn't really much in nature inherently vibrantly blue. In fact, the first society to have a color for word for the color blue was Egyptians, the only culture that could produce blue dyes. From then, it seems awareness of the color spread throughout the modern world. Just because there was no word for blue, does that mean our ancestors couldn't see it? There have been various studies conducted to try to work this out. The most compelling was published by Jules Davidoff in 2006, psychologist from Goldsmiths University of London. They worked with the Himba tribe from from Namibia. In their language, there is no word for blue and no real distinction between green and blue. To test whether that meant they couldn't actually see blue, he showed members of the tribe a circle with 11 green squares and one obviously blue square. Obvious to us, at least as you can see below, but the Himba tribe struggled to tell David off which of the squares was a different color to the others. Um, so those. Like, so yeah. is this like how we like only recently like really started like talking about umami? As a flavor, <laughs> mm. I guess so. <laughs> kind uh, of, uh. but that's that's more popular in <clears throat> Eastern cultures. That kind of, that description. Yeah, well, that's but, but not in the West. But so now much. it is. Yeah, now it is. So like, so like they're introducing it to us. Yeah, it's so like we're introducing yeah. blue to them. Yeah, we introduced blue to the world. Okay, that's Can all green. Um, yeah, it is all green, but one of them is a different green. Eleven shades of one shade of green, and then one odd square of a different shade. It's. Um, yeah, I have it. It's the top right, not the top right, but the, just below the top right, right? So tell me where to move the mouse. Go f- go right. Go right again. There it is. That's the different Spike? One. I mean, yeah, it's a little different, but yeah, that's still that, that blue. No, but they're talking about <sighs> differentiation. So the Himba tribe could spot the odd square out straight away. So they couldn't tell... Oh, okay. The blue from within the greens, but they could what? tell this green from within the other greens. So they could tell the odd square out of those greens straight away. And, oh, this is really cool. This is really cool. I've actually, I learned about this um, in my linguistics studies. Um, native Russian speakers who don't have a single word for blue, but instead have a word for light blue, 
Goluboy in dark blue Cine can discriminate between light and dark shades of blue much faster than English speakers. Hmm. So I'll suggest that until they had a word for it, it's likely our ancestors didn't actually see blue. More accurately, they probably saw it as we do now, but never really noticed it. Because language shapes our abilities to detect color. Yeah, so they just kind of just thought the sky was light. Actually, I read another article that said that like the the colors actually appeared in an order where the first colors to be written about were black, white, and red. So those are really the first colors. Or light and dark. Just light, dark, and red. and Because red is like the color of blood, I guess. See, this is why we have a graphic artist on, yeah. on the show. <clears throat> and then there was green. Okay, are you a linguist or just someone who like dabbles in language? I literally have a degree in linguistics. In linguistic, is that like having a degree in like puppetry? Do they give degrees for puppetry? Well, yeah, you just hang out in your garage for like a weekend and go. play with a puppet. There you go. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You were talking. No, I was, I was just talking about uh, just talking colors. About blue. And apparently blue is still being discovered. Apparently. It's the last color. The last the, color frontier. That means like the the next few colors to be discovered are going to be shades of blue. I, I guess so. <laughs> we're we've so discovered everything. Most okay. likely. So, yeah. I'm, bet, I'm betting the person who discovers the next few shades of blue is going to be very effeminate. I, I'm just messing with you. No. <laughs> well, they could put this in the... Uh, Pantone now, we can call yeah. it Yemen yep. Blue and Pantone. Uh, it's you the can Pantone. Tell that was, what do you call that? Gallery of colors. I don't know. Yeah, you can tell that was like yeah done by like a, a chemist. Pantone matching system is what it's, what it is. So yttrium indium manganese. Okay, what what what's, what's next? I think we've milked blue for all it's worth. <laughs> next is our final installment in our cyberpunk month movie. No wait, we t- we we need to talk about like the barricade thing. Wait, what? Yeah, like I... I, I thought lo- you were talking about the movie. No, no, the barricades. What? Like I looked up Jersey Barricade once. So like I, I mentioned the word Jersey Barricade because I saw someone like wedge their car in between them. And I, I looked it up Jersey Barricade once to show him like that's a euphemism for like traffic divider. Hmm. And for the next three weeks... YouTube was trying to sell me jer- like different kinds of barricades, like hollow ones, those metal ones you see at like at sports arenas and stuff. <laughs> fine, no, just 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 let yeah, no, you know it's fine. They thought you were really looking for barricades. They're like they're like when you look up something useful, yeah, the internet tries to sell you it for years. Well, it's like when I said to my dad, like, no, no, the, the Nazi hats, they had a little skull on them. It's like, how could you not tell they were evil? And then, like, I look up Nazi hat, and for the next, like, two weeks, they were trying to sell me Nazi paraphernalia. Hmm. <laughs> is, is that, that's why you were looking that up? I mean, I may have looked for some Cyclone B, like, empty canisters, too, but that was just for bookends. Mm. Cyclone B. So, anyway. The... Okay, so, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Um, we're going back to Cyberpunk Month. Mm-hmm. And so we never really gave ourselves really good. I'm still putting graphics up there, so it is part of Cyberpunk Month. Wait, you you're putting graphics up? Yeah, and uh, yeah, this is <laughs> Ready Player One is part of Cyberpunk Month. Or late, maybe, maybe okay. Wait, wait. I was literally introing that, and you just took it away <laughs> for. He interrupts me, and then I'm trying to go back to this. Uh, this is what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were just gonna say. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, the, uh, the cyberpunk music is still playing right I now. I am having a really good time right <laughs> I now. I thought you were just going to say, here's the trailer for Ready Player One. No! <laughs> it's like, why are we watching the trailer? And, okay. I, you know what? Okay, what were you going to say? <laughs> no. Wait, Vic, put some turn the turn the You turn the volume back yeah, up. Wait, Lasers, now. Doesn't My dad matter. picked that name because it sounded like a superhero's alter ego. Like Peter Parker or Bruce Banner. <sighs> I like the stature. But he died when I was a kid. My mom, too. My mom, too. And he like I ended accent. up here. It's like he took an acting choice like for like one frame of the movie. There's nowhere left to go. Allegedly nowhere. 24 years in the future. Except the Oasis. Uh, less and less unbelievable as we go on. A whole virtual universe. The Mach 5. Oh, come to the Oasis man. for all the, the things they can do. Not the Mandalorian. Yeah, they come out yet. But they stay because of all the things they can be. Can you feel this? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the only place that feels like I mean anything. The Oasis was the brainchild of James Halliday. Hello. If you're watching this, I'm dead. I created a hidden object, an Easter egg. The first person to find the egg will inherit half a trillion dollars and total control of the Oasis itself. That's actually not a lot of money, now that I think about it. You're right. Who is this? And how the hell is it? No, but if you end up owning a, a like, massive company, then it doesn't matter. Well, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Well, it generates that money. Yeah. I'm just saying, because it's like 2045, that's not going to be a lot of money. I, I like how they said this is life and death stuff to the song Jump from Van Halen. Dude, any 80s song goes with this. They could have just played anything. I'm going to recreate this trailer. Welcome to the Rebellion, Wade. And just put. Different like, 80 songs over it. Oh, you see how well it works. Like Kiss. And... Yeah. This could be a fan-made trailer. We don't know. I really can't. Honestly, it could be. But I found something much bigger than just myself. Are you willing to fight? Oh, the Gundam. Help us save the Oasis. That doesn't get you excited to see this we film. Weebs the movie. I don't know what will. Did you hear that Back to the Future noise it made? It? Just a yeah. little, yeah. Well, he does drive the, the, the DeLorean. Okay, so segue into music. This yes. is not the order in which we're going to talk about the points of this film, but but you know whatever. Eighties music was pretty cool. Oh yeah. When I wanted to say about the uh, score, is it's very Back to the Future esque. It really mm-hmm. is. Like that. That it's, was something they drew a lot from musically. I don't know who did the score for Back to the Future. So uh, I can't give that person credit, but it was very similar. I know that oh, Robert Zemeckis was the director. So I was going to say it was Zemeckis, Robert Zemeckis-esque, but it's he's not. He didn't make the music. He just directed the movie. Yeah, he did not. It's like saying it's like saying Tim Burton. Yeah. Mo- music, right? It's like it's not Tim Burton that. No, no, it's, it's, it's Danny it's Elfman like... who he hires for every film. <laughs> And that's like the Tim Burton sound, but we I, just think that we hear that music and we just think Tim Burton. Tim, yeah, right. Alan Silvestri. Alan Silvestri. Yeah. So I wonder if he did this uh, the soundtrack for Ready Player One. That would have been perfect, actually. Right? Hmm. That's a good question. We have the Ready Player One Wikipedia open so we can check there. But we also have looking at his. I don't think it's going to show up there. 
necessarily. Anyway, continue talking. You had Please do. Uh, <laughs> he did. He, so, okay, here he originally it was supposed to be John Williams, um, but they replaced John Williams with Alan Silvestri. It's a good choice, honestly. He's he's done um, yeah. Marvel. It's better because, I mean, I, I feel like John Williams would have been cool. Like, but that's just too much. Like he's got, if he did, if he did that, he'd have too much stuff. He'd have right, E.T. Yeah. He'd have freaking Star Wars. You, you, can't, you cannot give him that much. John Williams has too much power. He's OP. Right. Yeah. No, no. You, you got to like walk that power back and give it, give it a little something else. Somebody else. Come on. Um, this is kind of legit, like total, you know, tangent from, from everything a little bit, but Alan Silvestri did. Captain America First Avenger. Nice. The Avengers. Nice. And then Ready Player One. And then Infinity War. And then Endgame. Okay, okay. Those are like, some that's pretty legit. Pretty he, good. He is he is a Hollywood like staple. Also Cosmos. Now what is the the uh the soundtrack? Not the score, but the soundtrack of Ready Player One. Yeah, let's let's look into that. Like because there were some good songs that we liked, right? and it we, kind of we had some Van Halen flushed out the film. We had um, what, what was that one? I see a ship in the harbor. Um, so no, this just has the that's the score right there. That's the, the other score. all island. Okay, songs. there we go. Blue Monday. Oh yeah, Blue Monday. God, one way <laughs> or another, stand on it. Just my imagination. Everybody wants to rule the world. Ah, oh, dude, pure imagination. God. <laughs> As uh, I want to be your lover by Prince. Oh, dude! Tears for fears. Everybody wants. Yeah, wants to rule the world. God, this this has like a lot of like eight. Like they just said, okay, what's the creme de la creme of like eighties like movie stuff? And they said, okay, here it is. Okay, just slap. They that did wherever. have "Staying Alive" by the Bee Gees, but that was for old school. That yeah, old school. That's like that was a funny scene though. That, that was right. That's like you're you're looking back at like the like the fifties versus like the the thirties, right? Yeah, I know. It's like, so like th this is like a society. So we can segue into the book versus the movie. But so far, this this universe is a society that kind of um, worships eighties pop culture, right? And specifically eighties pop culture because they all want to be rich. Basically, yeah. is like the boom they're times. forcing themselves to like eighties culture because because they just want they just want to have the the, the Easter egg. Right. So And they knew that Halliday liked the 80s. So it made the whole entire freaking culture obsessed with the 80s. But no one really truly loved it as much as the main character. Right. right. Mm -hmm. So so it came natural for him. He wasn't forcing himself right, yeah. to like 80s shit. He was just some weirdo that yeah. liked it for like his own reasons. He, he's a true believer. Everyone else was just like, I'm doing this for the clout. So like, so 80s is just kind of like their culture, right? Yeah. But then when, so that's like, and this is in the year 2045. So then they're hanging out, they're like dancing and they're dancing the 80s. There's 80s music playing throughout the the movie. And then there's this portion where like one of the, well, he decides to just start dancing to Bee Gees. Right. Which is just one decade behind. And it turns out that this has nothing to do with the, with the. With the program or with the, the Easter egg hunt. Yeah, it was just kind of a side tangent. Yep. But but they thought it was going to help. Right. But they, it didn't. It did so not. then so she's like, oh, old school, huh? Right. And it's like, I don't know if that's. Compared to where you're at, right? Because it's so uh, 80, 80s is old school. Like, yeah. is 80s normal to you? And then 70s is 
Yeah, and, Old and school. The weird thing is, like, you know, they have like all these references from like, um, from like Halo, from like uh, what was the one with um Tracer, um, like uh Fortnite, not Fortnite, um, I guess. Uh, uh, League of Legends and stuff like that. Like, oh, f- it's twenty forty five. Yeah, they've made no new culture. It's twenty forty five. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the uh, culture is just straight up brutal, stagnated capitalism. So, like, it's it's twenty forty five. Like, the cutoff. So, like, everything eighties to the twenty to the year twenty forty five is just like modern, and then like the year nineteen. 19- 79 it becomes old school yeah right that's just the way i see it yeah the second the bgs are a thing boom even though even though like the 80s is now closer to the to the 70s than than the year 2045 is to the to the 80s yeah it's it's weird right like, like how if they, you if i'm i'm am i beating a dead horse here no, well you just said the 70s is closer to the 80s than 2045 is closer to the 80s. Yeah, very much so. Okay. Yeah, so it's the 70s is closer to the 80s and the year 2045 is to the 80s. Yeah. What, what I yeah. want when I want to ask about these Easter eggs. You're, yeah, you're just. So whoever wrote this, they saw Spielberg. Yeah, Spielberg. No, it was the the book. Whoever wrote the book. No, 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 no. So you are conflating. The book okay, we'll and see. the film. All yeah. right. So then what's so for the movie, yeah, it's, it's Spielberg said, Hey, I like 80s stuff. So the screenplay was written by Zach, whoever the hell Zach Penn is. Oh, he co wrote the scripts for X2 and X Men Last Stand. It's fine. Um, <laughs> co writer. And, and Ernest Klein, who actually wrote the books. Um, mm. But. Okay, so what? so like to them, we saw. I don't want to get too much of a tangent, but why don't we start hitting some points that we've got on our? Plate? All right, yeah. Fine. What, what I want to talk about was the. Um, I had this whole thing I was going to talk about, but okay, that's fine. Well, it has nothing not. to do with this. Okay, so what I want to talk about was like the first race where the like people have been trying to like beat this race to get the first Easter egg for like years, apparently. Yeah, and no one thought like, okay, like we've been running forward for years. What if one of us goes backwards? Like, this is a universe where, like, speed runs and, like, finding the optimal route through all sorts of levels exists. But, yeah, yeah, that's true. To be fair, um, the the I, the thing that gave him the idea to do that was kind of, like, dumb. It was very dumb. Like, no one would <coughs> thought, like, all, they had this, like, um, they had this, like, mausoleum to, like, this guy's, um... Like, yeah, you'd think this this company would be be spending all their time there. Right. Oh, but he said that they stopped spending their time there because they'd well, seen uh, everything. Well, the regular people did. But, like, the people who were, like, um, who is It's the, their job. Like, what's the guy's name? Yeah. Sorrento. Sorrento, like, scholars. Yeah. You think that'd be their only thing? Like, hey, what if when someone went backwards, as this guy said in one of these videos, he put in his archive. Yeah, you think all of those with all that manpower, they'd be watching those videos every day, all the yeah. time. It's like their job to just study that, and they'd be like watching those archives every I, single day and like picking apart every single thing. And I guess this is one of the theses of the film is like you know like the true believer versus like the corporate like cold like hierarchy. I want to go backward, like really, really fast. Really, really fast. I want to go, ba- yeah, as fast as we can. Go backward. I just want to go backward real it's like, fast. It's like at a certain point, he like grabs the camera <laughs> goes backwards really 
fast. <laughs> Go backward. Okay. Don't touch me. Whoa. COVID. Oh, sorry. COVID. So backward. something that I wanted I want to talk about a little bit is but, that Okay, sorry. I was going to say one more thing. I didn't, I Hold didn't the think thought. you could talk. <laughs> Hold the oh, thought. I was going to finish what we were saying about the um, backward really, really fast. No. <laughs> it's just that. Who, but, and even if they were studying that every single day, who says that's like, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a, 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 a literal thing. A literal. Who takes that literally? Because these are scenes that Halliday specifically put into the museum. Who takes that literally, though? Okay, so what I want to talk about is the fact that the book and the movie are massively different. Um, The first being that they make it seem like um, in the movie... Oh, my God, I'm yawning. That... There's been a long time since Halliday died, whereas in the book, um, it all like it all happens relatively like soon before the actual events in the book happen. So you're actually seeing like the beginning of the challenge in the book. So you're not like we've had years to think about this and try to figure it out. So I think that is something that they maybe should have thought about with the movie um but in in the book there's there's just there's a lot of difference um like children have to stay on this like school planet so that they until they like make enough coins or tokens to get off of it to go do other things um and so wade watts is poor can't buy tokens can't win anything never gets off until he actually solves the first clue, which is available on his school planet. And that is 100% different from what they did in the movie, which, I mean, it's a Spielberg film. You kind of can't have, like, a lot of wild... Like car chases? Well, actually, I I started... I said that the wrong way, but... um, It's a Spielberg film. You can't have it, like, be slow. You have to have something crazy, like a massive car chase that has king kong and you know t-rex and stuff like yeah so i guess it was just, the one an, thing th- that was something that was hugely annoying to me so i i guess there's one of the conceits you have to make if you want to make a visual medium thing from a book okay so let, let's see what else we i got mean they here? did it with harry potter they did but they had oh. like i i think a much bigger budget and a lot more time like they they already committed to like what four movies yeah, I mean, this was a pretty sizable budget, one fifty five to one seventy five. It was, but did, like they we could knew, have done it better. We knew they were gonna make like at least three movies, probably four. Yeah, they made they 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 turned Ready Player One into like this huge blockbuster. Yeah, um, which the book really would have lent itself to this, but they just they changed it. I think they were short sighted a lot. It yeah, sounds they, like they took out some of like the teamwork. Too. It sounds like the book would have had cool vil- visuals, but it wouldn't have had um, some of the action. It's yeah. actually not entirely true. No, but it's fine. It's fine. Okay, okay, okay. Listen, guys. I mean, it would have been Wade who like intentionally sacrifices himself to go into IOI, it, like creates this crazy like like persona. What are you looking at? Oh, our board. You're, there's just, okay. 
He, so the Wade, thing we look at every time we do this. Wait in the book instead of it being Artemis who goes into IOI, it's Wade because he creates this whole situation where like he defaults on loans, but then like in order for them to get to him to take him into custody so that he can pay off his debt, like they have to like straight up destroy his whole building. Like they have to bomb like him. Like li- literally to like get with him demolition out. charges. It was so good in the book. And it would have been fantastic instead of like, oh, they caught her in this like little underground warehouse. Yeah, it's like, it, it, just, it, it, it was a little weak. They, yeah, they, they, a lot of stuff was like they sacrificed for time. Yeah. If they'd done it's the thing where they like kind of they put it into two movies like the books. Yeah, it sounds like they kind of almost completely changed it a lot. They did. I mean, it, it had the approval of the author, which is fine. It's well, just... I, I guess he also knew that like, listen, he was going to get a paycheck. And also, like the the text media is different from like a visual medium, but let's 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 talk about his girlfriend, like Artemis, mm-hmm. like like when she's like, you don't know what I look like, and she you can tell she's like insecure. But then when you get to the real world, she just has like a birthmark. <laughs> it's not like in like a Lord of the Rings or not Lord of the Rings, um, like a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, where like the the hand of the king, or like you know Peter Dinklage gets like his character is supposed to have like a horrible scar. Yeah. But like in the in the in like the visual media mo- uh, version, he's a little a little nick. Yeah, they didn't really give um like they didn't do it in Game of Thrones. They didn't give um Peter Dinklage like a sufficient scar to match no. like the absolute devastation that happened to dude's face. It was like someone like cut like he ran into a, like a spiky bush. Yeah. Um and Artemis wasn't as like horribly disfigured as they kind of make it seem like she's going yeah. to be um in in both the i mean in in the movie in the book like it was a little bit different she actually was like well she wasn't like horribly disfigured yeah. it was kind of like one of those like really that's like what you're concerned about but like they just made this like oh she's got like sort right. of like a little bit of there's, a there's a they, red spot what do they call it a, a port port wine Port wine, yeah, birthmark. It's just a yeah. red spot on her face. It's like no, no one who's like growing up, like you'd have to be super rich to be like, no, no, I, I can't have like intercourse with that. She's like, you wouldn't like the way I look, and she like looks probably hotter than her avatar, right? She's like more attractive. Like unless you're into <laughs> anime chicks, like you'd be like, no, this is cool. Yeah, <laughs> and, and she's like really hot, but she just has like this like pink thing on her face. Even if you're into anime chicks, you have to come out to the real world and you'd be like, no, no, I totally do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, I, I will start a family with that. I will support that and I will respect that. <laughs> you guys wanted to talk about how James Halliday is kind of uh, Wonka-esque and yeah. he, his character is actually inspired by Willy Wonka. So like a rich eccentric holding a fantastic contest. Right, but also he designed like this world where if you die once in certain places, you lose literally everything. Yeah. yeah. So there's no buy-ins. I there's see. no like like in most games like if you lose like an item, you just lose the item. But in this one, all your life savings gone. So the personality that he gave to Halliday is supposed to be kind of like a combination of Howard Hughes and some dude named Richard Garriott. Yeah. Um just uh Someone who is just like super, super, super geekish and but also like this middle aged kind of 
outcast yeah is kind of like the the intention um so the the whole wonka feeling that we got like i mean if you had said that and that wasn't the truth you'd be like this dude totally ripped off willy wonka yeah um but that was 100 percent intentional and it, it kind of another on the winky of uh, the the willy wonka um subject it felt kind of like the movie Willy Wonka. Like it was like a kid and he was being guided by like the chocolate factory. Because like the he was owner. deserving. And there's all these other kids who were like, you know, being bad. Right. And yeah. They were failing the tasks, but he fit, he passed Including all the tasks. Including Lord business. Yeah. He passed all the tasks. And, um, except maybe there was kind of like this part where he almost wasn't worthy, but then he ended up being worthy. Yep. Well, yeah, it's like with the IOI thing, like, the, the guy who's trying to, like, get control of it through all his, like, um, the hunters, the gunters, I think. Gunter. Yeah. Well, so the, gunters. the niners. The niners, or yeah. sixers, sixers. Sixers, yeah. So, and, like, what I thought was, like, when they, like, fooled him into thinking, like, he was still, like, in his, like, um, he was, like, being held hostage. Like, the thing that should have, like, tipped him off was, like, like the, this poor dude from, like, the slums in New Jersey. Or where was he from? Ohio? Yeah. Yeah, like, he had a Desert Eagle with a silencer on it, like... No, no, no one, no one's gonna have a, a fucking like three thousand dollar gun. Well, okay, let's let's say like a thousand dollar gun, with another thousand dollar suppressor attached to it. Right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Well, uh, you're the only one that would have would have picked that. up on that. I would have picked up like, no, no, you don't have like three thousand dollars between the two of you worth of guns. So yeah, the CEO thought like, well, maybe the CEO thought that maybe he just stole that gun. Yeah, I guess because so. he's like you know some kid in Columbus. You know? Yeah. He's like, oh, he probably stole this and put a silencer on it. Uh, but it all comes together like, a you know, thief. like Artemis is in like a, one of those like loyalty centers, like working off debt. It's weird like, that they have like VR, like slave labor. Yeah, that's really weird. Like there's no way you could like get a computer to do that. Yeah, I know. It's just kind of weird that they're just in there and they're like moving explosives rocks. around. Yeah, like rocks, explosives. Like, no, no, we need a person to do this. There's no way a computer could do it. <laughs> I guess they just like. The idea of torturing people. Yeah, they're so evil. We're going to take a loss <laughs> to do evil. Very evil. Okay, so let's get to the three endings. I think we've covered most everything else. Because um, they have the big battle with all, like, just a, like, a, just a bukkake of references to, like, modern to 80s culture. Oh, yeah. Uh, you definitely have to pause this. A lot. Several times to like look at all the characters. Frame by frame. There are a lot of frames. Um when like the, the ending and then the part where like uh he's walking into that one what what wh- where is he walking into in the beginning of the film where everyone's he, he when he after he wins the first race. The museum. Yeah, oh, the Halliday's museum. museum. Yeah. And then everyone's like mob him, mobbing him in Halliday's Museum. That is one of those scenes where like you have to pause it. To like look at every single character, all, all their avatars, because they no one has an original thought in their mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, my, my screen name is Spike because I like Cowboy Bebop, but I would have probably come up with a different like avatar. Yeah, you wouldn't be like Spike. Like Spiegel. literally, the anime version of him in the Oasis. That'd be crazy. Uh, cell shaded and everything, huh? <laughs> but yeah, like it's crazy, and like you have to. But the final fight scene, like. Uh, the only t- the only movie that surpassed that was Avengers Endgame with yep. their final fight scene. But until then, this was like the most yeah, impressive. Right? 
mostly because we already had that built-in like nostalgia for it. Ultimate showdown. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if I saw Spock, The Rock, Doc Ock, and <laughs> all those other guys. Yeah, because like that has it built in. Like they, like Marvel had to like build a cinematic universe to like get that level of investment. Yeah, they just tapped into the culture. Yeah, they they just had every single video game character ever created in this final fight where <laughs> anything yeah. Disney had access to. And that uh, that was probably really a uh, good scene. It had a Gundam, oh, yeah. it had the Iron Giant, right? Mecha Godzilla. I mean, this Mecha was Godzilla. Warner Brothers. But. Oh, Warner Brothers. Sorry. Well, they had access. They they managed to get a lot of stuff together, and it was very impressive. I don't know. I don't. I don't um, put it past Warner Brothers to get a hold of a lot of uh, intellectual properties out there. Okay, what's the second one? There's battle then. Oh, then he meets. No, he meets he, James Halliday. Well, he meets like his buddy, well, like played by um Simon Pegg. You put you put Ogden, Ogden, you put Ogden Morrow on there. No, but no I meant, Simon I meant, Pegg no, shows I meant, up. I meant James Halliday. That part where okay. he meets James Halliday. Oh yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Fine. We should we we could talk about both him yeah. meeting James Halliday's sort of like I don't yeah. know. Well, he meets him as a kid. Brain download. Yeah, and he meets his like his uh, if you've seen Black Mirror, his cookie right? version. Yeah, cookie. It's like you're more yeah. than a AI, right? Like. He doesn't answer. Like, okay, so he downloaded himself in into this program mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, and there's that. Yeah, so before he uh, shows him, he gets into the intimate world of Halliday. He gives him this like contract to sign, and he's like, "No, I'm not going to sign it." Like, he's I like, had to be sure. I had to be sure that you weren't a uh, corpo. God, it's like, well, it's a, it's, well, then what's legally binding about any Because immediately after this, the contract yeah. that he signs when he meets Ogden yeah, Morrow it, is Immediately afterwards, binding. yeah, he signs another contract, which blows that out of the water. It was just supposed to show yeah. that he, he recognized why that signing of that contract and why it was so important to really take everything into consideration. I, I, I guess that was the intention. It felt a little like it, like a stepped on it the It was premise. a little clunky. Yeah. Yeah. Like I almost expected him to say like, wait a second, this, this, this is another this one. This is also a test. I'm never going to sign anything or else I'll lose the business. It's like, no, at some point no, you do uh, have to yeah, actually yeah, sign like, something. We, you live in a world of laws. So at some point, you're you gonna are going to literally have to sign. You have to agree to something. <laughs> I can't just hand you the, the ownership of a company. You have to like agree to something. So he eventually uh, signed Ogden Morrow's documents. And then there he's trying to kiss his girl, but he keeps getting interrupted. Yeah, but like like the own like the owner of IOI, he's like showing up with a gun and then like the, the crowd like swarms him yeah. and the cops show up and for the once they like get the right guy. Yeah. And the door closes, and then yeah, the, the the suits come in to make him sign, all while like Back to the Future music is playing, right? Like that's door closes. Like am I ever am I ever gonna like listen? It's like that video showed me. What was the one with the the simp dude, willing to wait forever to kiss a girl? Oh, the the Ryan the leader. Yeah, and so it's like that. Like okay, listen, I have to wait for like the the, the criminal the lawyers, the law, and then finally, maybe, possibly, I can touch this woman's lips, face lips, with my face lips. And then they, then, then, they're, like, hanging out at, like, at their, like, you know. Their loft. Their loft, and then they said, you know what, we're going to make it so on Wednesdays and, what, Fridays? You can't go into the. Hopefully no one has those days off. <laughs> can't go into the oasis. Yeah. I, I get what they're doing is like, you know, don't become addicted, but also like, hey, um, maybe you should, I don't know, like make Mondays off. I don't know. I 
Yeah. Or well, maybe, maybe like you can choose your days that you want to have th- off. There like, you go. Choose your days off. It's like, you, there's like, you've been in here five days this week, so you can, you have to yeah, pick like, the other two days. Pick your days that you don't come off. Like, or you come on, you clan up at these times, work out your schedule. I mean, <laughs> with a system that like massive, they would have to built in something that would enable them to do something like that. Yeah. I mean, it, sh- it wouldn't be that hard. It just, it just ran it on the blockchain. So like this person. Yeah. Just run it on the blockchain. Okay. Guys, Everything look. has to be blockchain based. Okay, guys, look up. We're, we're coming up on an hour. How about? No. No. There's still more to go. More, more to go. We're going to keep I wanted going. To say, I want to say uh, some of my favorite lines. Oh, it's lines. Okay, let's do some from lines. From the film. I like the part where um, Artemis showed up as Guru, but then like busted out with a chest burst. That was a really good reference. Oh, that was good. The whole scene where they did like, um, um, uh, what was it with the Jack Nicholson? Um, Oh, they're the, in The Shining. The, the Shining, Shining was a good level. Uh, I like how they say, like, oh, it's super scary. It's like, well, it wasn't super scary. It was, it was a thriller. For little kids, it's, I guess it's super scary. Yeah. Uh, I guess my favorite thing was um, the real world is the only place to get a good bite to eat. Right? That's uh, directly uh, from the book, too. That was my favorite that's line. What, that's why it worked. When I saw a, that for a writer the writer wrote time, it. I was like, yeah, that's the one I'm taking away because yep. you can do almost anything in the virtual world except to eat. Yeah, exactly. I remember... Uh, this guy, I was listening, I got into VR for a little bit, and I was listening to a bunch of VR YouTubers. Yeah. And they are talking about there's only two things that you can't do in the VR world. Poop? Oh, shit, that's not one of them. <sighs> well, I mean, you could poop while you're watching your helmet. Okay, there's three things that you can't do <laughs> <laughs> in the VR world. Right? Uh, uh, go to the bathroom, as you just said. <laughs> Eat food. Yep. And actually create... Another human being. Okay, that's true. Okay. You can't uh, do that in the VR for, world. For a few years, we can't do that in the VR world. You can you can do sex, though. Oh, yeah. Listen, I've pay, I've put tokens into a machine to have a chick. You, you know what? That's not important. I mean, are you telling me that, like, you can't have sex with someone while both people are hooked up to it and then, like, be hooked up to it I've looked throughout no, the pregnancy and then, like, still be in the VR experience to like take your mind off the fact that you're literally pushing a watermelon-sized creature out of your crop. But it's I, not in I VR, have, though. I, yeah, I have looked, and no, no, you can. It's like saying that you can. No, you can't. It's still technically not in you VR. Can, I, like create a real living, breathing human out of VR. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> okay, you know what? Listen, I. Oh, oh, you know what? What are the doctors gonna be wearing VR? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, they, as soon as the baby comes out, they put a VR in him. Oh, damn it. Don't let him see the real world. Okay, here we go. You know what? Jeez. Welcome, my son, to Look. the machine. God damn it. <laughs> I hate you, but... Okay, listen. I, I think we've covered it. Listen, I think you should watch this movie if you haven't. No, it's great. It's, it's great. It's watch a good it. Movie. It's a ton of fun. Recommend. Would recommend. All right. Uh, next month, what, what's next month? Black History Month, and Wait, so no, you, you told me it was Action Movie Month. So we are starting next month with Hidden Figures. No, no, you said, we, you said we were doing a, a Sylvester Stallone movie. Uh, I thought it was gonna be um, viewers guess what we're guess the month. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, it, it is Black History Month. We're starting with Hidden, Hidden Figures. It's a good movie. Give it a watch, and then we'll we'll talk about it with you. Uh, speaking of, of of talking about stuff, I'm Spike. I'm Victor. I'm Samantha. And we've been talking about stuff with you. Thanks for listening to the trend. Now we're done talking about stuff.
Oh, sorry. Yeah, this this just on. turned into a Rick and Morty thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really getting... It's just, it's, it's, it's and, and stuff with you. And we're oh, done, and we're done, and I, this, we're wrapping up the show. This I'm is how we wrap drink, it up. I'm drinking and booze guy. I'm wrapping I'm, it up, and it's... I'm booze drinking Murphy. We 100 years transmit, 100 years transmit podcast. Next 100 years. 100 years. We saved it. I think we pulled out the end. Of it. <laughs>